0: Now let's get to work. All right, y'all, welcome to another episode. And today I, I guess I'm here to plug... Plug some stuff for you. My agency is putting together some content that I really think that everyone listening to this podcast is going to love. It details exactly how we go about using our brands on LinkedIn to generate leads. I think a lot of you probably learned about me and my company from LinkedIn. You started following this podcast from LinkedIn. So I hope that this is really valuable for you. People ask often, honestly, about my LinkedIn presence because the the approach is not, I guess, as straightforward as some other people, right? There's people on LinkedIn that only post about their expertise and their profession and their company and that's awesome like i'm really glad that works for them but that is just not what i have decided to do and i think a lot of people are honestly curious about the way that i post and the topics that i talk about and how exactly that leads back to leads generated or revenue for my company and and also what i'm planning to do with it in the future so that's what i want to tell you about today as the owner of a marketing agency, I do not strictly talk about marketing. I usually try to talk about it at least once a week, but it's on purpose that I don't talk about it all the time. And that's because I want my personal brand to be something that stays with me and lives with me forever. And I don't think that I'm going to be the owner of a marketing agency and that's it forever. I have other ideas of things that I want to do and I want that personal brand to to live on as we expand our company. I envision a world where I use my personal brand to roll out other products and other services in the future. And therefore, my personal brand is meant to span everything that I do and not just focus on marketing topics. And Again, I totally understand that a lot of people have been really successful in staying uber focused in their lanes. And frankly, I applaud them. I read their content and I'm like, oh, Jesus, like they're doing a really good job, right? Of sharing expertise in their industry and their following is a very specific buyer because they are the people that are talking about marketing or PR or sales. Again, I think they're doing a really great job but that's not exactly the approach I wanted to take. Alternatively, I started my personal brand to relate to people on a human level. So when I publish content, I'm often talking about, one, the process of growing a business, right? It's not freaking easy. (laughs) It's not always fun. And I feel like it looks really cool online, but here we are living it day to day and I don't know. It's sometimes a struggle. And I want to not only connect with, but relate to other founders that are in this same process of growing a business. And I think to a lot of people, it looks like I have figured it out, right? I've got a couple million dollar business and I figured out how to get there, but it's just not true. I feel like I'm at the same level as a lot of people that are just getting started. And a lot of us are just figuring it out. And I want to show other founders that I'm really right there with them and that you never crack the code. You never know exactly what you're doing. I digress. I could go on about this forever. The second topic that I often talk about is the mental and emotional process of striving for success in whatever you're doing. And I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast relate, right? You might be climbing in your career. You might be starting a business. Or you might be building a family or doing some personal development, but I think that the process of reaching for and working for success and looking at yourself and the way that you behave along the way is is similar for a lot of people in a lot of situations and this message reaches a more general audience and allows me to connect with more people and sometimes creates creative ways for me to bond with people that aren't exactly the target buyer for my company but often refer us business or move into companies that become our buyers. And then the third topic that I talk about is marketing marketing and I would expand that to sales. And with that topic, I'm often speaking to founders, to startups and to marketers. What we did was map out the different things that I want to talk about and the people that I'm speaking to. And so we didn't just pigeonhole the brand into one area because I want to do things like I used my brand to launch this podcast. And that's why it is getting the downloads that it is. Because I launched it through my brand. I used my brand to launch a course as well last year. Uh, There's just so many different things that you can do when you have a personal brand and you wanna make sure that your strategy is overarching for the things that you may do in the foreseeable future. I definitely would not ever dedicate a personal brand to an employer or a specific job. I really, my opinion is that I think that you can take a little bit wider approach. Now, I wanna tell you a little bit about how I am making sure my audience is comprised of my target buyers for my B2B software marketing agency even though my content doesn't specifically say in every post, like this is for B2B software company owners and heads of marketing that are funded, typically raising a series A or B or private equity owned. That may be our target buyer, but I don't have to scream it from every single post to get those people in my pipeline. A lot of what we do is is on the back end. So every time we work on a campaign for my marketing agency, we create a list of top prospects that we want to target. So for example, in Q1 and Q2 of this year, we ran an insure tech focused campaign. So those are companies that are selling technology to different parties within the insurance business. So it might be brokers or carriers or TPAs. There's a lot of different people that we could speak to. And so for this campaign, we researched and identified a number of companies that we wanted to sell to. I can't remember exactly how many companies were on the list. It was maybe 30 to 50. And then we researched two, three, I don't know, sometimes five buyers at each company that fit a certain profile of the kind of people that we would like to speak to. And then we added them to my LinkedIn network with a compelling message. This one was kind of easy because I worked in InsurTech for many years. So telling them, hey, I have been an insure tech marketer for many years and I started an insure tech focused agency and I would love to connect with you. That definitely helped, you know, as I was reaching out to people within my audience. And I don't know exactly what the accept rate was, but we did get a number of meetings out of it. That said. We did all of this research and we added them to my network, but I didn't start hitting them up right away. I'm not going to be that freaking person that's like, hey, I would love to share expertise and then start hitting them with sales messages. What I did is published content that was relevant to them. And like I said, it can be relevant in many different ways. So they might be executives climbing in their career that are experiencing similar personal things to me. They might be marketers that are tweaking their systems. that want my marketing advice. I really want my target audience to start seeing my content and say, oh, I relate to that. Or, oh, that's a really good story. And, oh, I think she messaged me and I want to get to know her more. And then we went about reaching out to some of these people to try to set meetings. But it wasn't before they started seeing my content and I was interacting with their content if they were posting, which doesn't always happen. I think a few other things are important, like making sure that you have a headline and a banner that speak to what you do. So, when people go and look at your profile, when you're doing some of this back end legwork and you're not just relying on the reach of your content, they are seeing your profile and understanding, oh, you know, this person has XYZ in common with me, and maybe I really do wanna connect with them. And at the end of this specific campaign, Like I said, a lot of times people either responded to the connect message or they watch the content for a few months. God, I've had prospects hit my inbox that are like, I've been watching your content for two years. And this one thing that you posted a year ago really resonated with me. And then you posted something else a month ago. And now I want to talk. I think that there's so many different ways to to sell to people. it's not even about selling, right? It's about relating and it's about building relationships and it's about eventually then working together once they come to trust you and want to have a conversation with you. I am, I guess, out of time. I've been going for a bit here. However, I want to say that I'm going to dig a lot more specifically into this process in an upcoming webinar that I am hosting. So, I'm going to go through the nitty gritty details of exactly how I run my personal brand and exactly what I do on the back end as I'm running these campaigns to ensure that my target buyers are in my audience. Check out the show notes. Make sure that you click on that link and sign up for the webinar. We're going to be doing it via LinkedIn Live, which is something I really haven't done before. So I'm pumped. I cannot wait, and I'm looking forward to seeing you all there. If you know someone who's active on LinkedIn, who's growing a company, who wants more leads from LinkedIn, please make sure that you send this episode to them and you share the show notes so that I can see you and your friends at my upcoming event. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you next time.